0: You're listening to Saluki Stories, the oral histories podcast from SIU's Morris Library. Saluki Stories features alumni experiences from the 1960s all the way up to recent graduates, detailing every aspect of being a Saluki from the past to the present. Go dogs!
1: Being able to put on events and activities and uh, planning award shows and different events that we honored other students. Those were the kind of memories that were like really motivating and allowed me to continue to to strive for higher leadership because when people see you doing great things, they want to, you know, do great things as well.
0: I'm John Pollitt's Dean of Library Affairs at Southern Illinois University in Carbondale and your host for Saluki Stories. Today we're talking to alumnus Lolita L. Mack, a 2004 Fine Arts graduate who majored in graphic design. After receiving her BFA, Lolita went on to get her master's in science and education in 2006 and is now working on her PhD in Workforce Development at SIU. This is Lolita's second episode. We thought we'd bring her back one more time because she had so much to say. Let's hear from Lolita, and let's dive right in. All right. So um, why SIU Carbondale for you? What brought you here?
1: Well, (laughs) so I was not trying to come to SIU uh, to begin with, uh, to be honest. Um, I'm from the area. I was Ah. born in Carbondale. Uh, My family uh, was here in the area um, until I was a young age and we moved away. End up coming back. And uh, so I lived with my grandparents when I was in high school in Cope, Illinois. It's about four miles north of Carterville. I know and Culp. so, yes. Yeah. And so I attended Heron High School. And, um, you know, I was like, yeah, I got to go. I got to get out of this area. I played basketball. And, you know, I'm like, Wherever, you know, I can get a scholarship or something, I'm out of here. You know, right. I just didn't want to be, you know, in Southern Illinois my entire life. Yeah. Well, God <laughs> had a different plan for me. <laughs> and so um I was in the Upward Bound program through SIU. And of course, you know, they helped pay for, um you know, a lot of things um preparing me for college. Yeah. So, uh, Dr. Seymour Bryson, um, we had our senior um, luncheon for Upward Bound. And of course, he's talking to everybody and he's like, Well, where are you going to school? Where are you going to school? And all this stuff. And so, um, I had a, a few of my uh, Upward Bound cohorts that were going into the military. And so, you know, folks were like, oh, I'm going into the service, I'm going here, I'm going there, you know, and so I said, yeah, I'm going to Quincy University, and he was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And so he's from Quincy, Illinois, you know, and from that area, and so he was like, and why aren't you coming to SIU? And I was like, well, you know, I got a, a basketball scholarship, and, you know, I, haven't really heard anything, you know, from SIU and I can't really afford college. So I got to kind of go where, you know, I can afford. And he was like, write your, you know, your information down and I'm going to check on, you know, some things. And so then next thing you know, I was like getting all this stuff (laughs) from Ah, SIU. And um, because of the, the family situation that I was in, I was able to um, be considered an independent student because I was a ward of the court, and so at seventeen, I was able to get like the max of financial aid, oh, grants, loans, or whatever you know that I needed. But you know, it was through you know his assistance that kind of got the door open, you know, for me to do that. That was kind of the start of my SIU. Uh, career like I mean I didn't have the basketball you know scholarship anymore um but I was able to kind of get the max of grants and loans and you know things like that
0: so let me ask you I'm going to go a little off script here but it's Mm -hmm. interesting um when you're talking like that I think there's a lot of students who still go through that that kind of maze was that a real Mm -hmm. uh was that a real, uh, what is, you know, barrier or hurdle for you to, to get past?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, back when I was an undergrad, um, they had a thing called the Woody Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so, you know, it was like the back and forth, the back and forth, and you got to see this person, then you go over here to this person, and then back over here And so at that time, it was definitely um, a barrier. My grandparents, neither of them had been past eighth grade. So of course, neither of them really knew anything related to college admissions or college anything. And so it was then that my Upward Bound um, staff and like the the different faculty people that worked within, they were like the people that I depended on heavily. The relationships that I developed with those uh, mentors were like key at that time. If I didn't have those um, resources um, available to me, I would have been like just stuck, like trying to figure it out uh, on my own because my grandparents couldn't, you know, help me, you know, at all because they had no clue, you know, whatsoever, you know, what was going on.
0: So now you're on the other side, right?
1: Yeah. And, and that, and I think that is, you know, kind of one of the main reasons that I'm such an advocate for trio programs and, um, the why, Because I am trio, you know, I was one of those students. And so when my students find out that I was on their end of the chair, you know, um, when I was in school, they value and appreciate that a little bit more because then now they realize that, oh, this isn't this high stature, you know, person that don't know what I'm going through because I was right there too. Yeah. I know exactly what you're going through. It might be a different year. It might be some different barriers. It's all the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think, I think the Woody shuffle was around for years. I think it may have even been around when I was an undergrad too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, so, let's get back to your SIU experience. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to name a single indiv- individual, what person would have the greatest impact on your life as a as an undergrad?
1: In undergrad, I would say Alfred Jackson. He was the student support services director, um, and he started... SIU around the same time as I was starting college and he was the director of the student support services program and he actually you know became like a a father figure on campus you know to me because it was like whatever I needed, like I can go, of course, third floor, Woody Hall, C wing, you know, and yeah. I'm in his office all the time. So when I graduated and I thought, oh, I'm going to leave, <laughs> you know, again, yeah, trying right. to leave, you know, go somewhere else. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I got a, a, a grad assistantship, you know, position for you. So you're staying and so now I became you know the GA for the student support services program and so um definitely um he was uh one of the major you know influences when it came to my undergraduate you know career um at SIU
0: all right so as you kept it was like the godfather right you kept Mm -hmm. wanting to go back go away and SIU kept pulling you back in
1: Oh yeah. All the way till even right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. We could.
0: we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, so you were involved with uh one of the sororities, and I'm sorry I forget the the mm-hmm. name of the sorority. What what kind of influence did that have on your experience?
1: The beat of my heart is crying Z five. The beat of my heart is crying Z five. Because- Everybody knows we're the best sorority. Because everybody knows we're the best sorority. So um I, I am a member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. And Zeta actually forced me to embrace my leadership qualities. So soon as I became a member, it was like, you jumping into like vice president position this you know position you're going to represent us on the you know um the N- uh MPHC council you're going to do this and that and so it kind of forced me to like embrace the leadership skills i mean i already had them like i always have been involved in like mega programs <laughs> like I'd be, you know, involved in seven, eight, nine, ten 10, you know, programs um, or after school programs or sports. And then I was able to represent not only SIU, but the sorority and then, you know, myself when I went to these different conferences and it prepared me for where I was going to go in leadership within the organization, even to present day.
0: So tell me a little bit more about BAG. Um, how did you get involved? What's, what are your goals for that group? What's the goals for for the group in general, not just yours?
1: Okay, so <laughs> this is a, a, a funny story <laughs> with BAG. So uh, BAG is the Black Alumni Group, and this is a group of individuals who um, have paid for Alumni Association. Uh dues, and if you are coded as or um, African American, you um become a member of this constituency group. And um, every two years, um, there's that uh, biennial uh, reunion that takes place at SIU during the summer, where all the alumni come back, and you know it's just like a good time. You you know get to interact and activities and events um, with, you know, all these people that have graduated from SIU and sometimes even those that didn't graduate, the ones that were students, um, you know, at SIU, you know, during some uh, sort of time. And so um, there is uh, board meetings and elections and, you know, things like that, because we do have an organized board um, for the organization. And so I was familiar with the um, organization. I just wasn't really participating much, you know, with it. So in 2015, I had, my birthday is in June and the reunion was in July, you know, that year. But because I didn't get to have, you know, my birthday celebration, I had this big old, you know, birthday bash um, during um, the black alumni reunion in 2015, and so <laughs> apparently, <laughs> my uh party was like, and it, I do know a lot of people, and a lot of people know me, but you know, it was this big, huge, like overflowing capacity, people outside, you know, like you know, and it, and it was like nonviolent. So, you know, people were just really enjoying themselves. The police just, you know, they, they would ride by just to make sure everything was fine. But there were people just kind of sitting outside that couldn't get in because we were at capacity and they just were having a good time in the parking lot. And in you know, along the strip in the, in the street, you know, not in the street, but you know, on the side. And so, <laughs> The person who was the bag president at the time, um, he called me. He was like, "Hi, you know, is this you know Lolita, you know Mac?" And I was like, "Yes, this is she." Yeah, well, this is uh, Tim Tyler. I'm the president of uh, the Black Alumni Group. You know, I just had to. Um, he was like, "I he could I forgot who he got my number from or you know how he got it, but he was like." i just had to personally reach out to you and and just find out who you were because i swear you had the the biggest turnout party and like and he was like and i didn't know you so i had to see who is this young lady that took took away all of our crowd and i was like i really (laughs) felt bad you know and i was just like oh man So, um, you know, since then, I just kind of started, you know, really getting involved because that's what happens. A lot of people really don't know the purpose of the Black Alumni Group and don't know that it's really organized and that it's a benefit to, you know, being a member. You know, we just know, oh, there's going to be a reunion. We're going to come and party. We're going to, you know, have a good time but the overall purpose is um, fundraising, networking and to help sponsor um, different things for undergraduate students at SIU. Um, There was a time where, you know, the African-American community at SIU, they couldn't live in housing. They couldn't, you know, do, you know, different things. And so this group was able to Create things to to help support those students where they couldn't get su- the support that they needed from the campus. So it became like their motherhood, you know, network group. And so then now we do uh, sponsor a textbook and supply scholarships to undergraduate students. We also have a tuition-based scholarship for students. And so uh, we work heavily with the Black Affairs Council at SIU so we sponsor or co-sponsor with them the black excellence ceremony so it's like the pre-commencement ceremony for the african-american students before they graduate from SIU we give them another ceremony as well to you know highlight them specifically and so we do a lot of things community service based throughout the year as well and then just a lot of fundraising activities
0: Great. I was thinking, man, it it's interesting that being able to throw a good party is is a good uh, resume builder.
1: <laughs> yeah, for certain things. yeah, because it was like, what advice would you these give to people a student like,
0: who recently and enrolled? I had dress,
1: people I like my friends was like, yeah, I seen that line outside of uh, outside of that party. They talking about some. You should run for mayor, Carbondale. <laughs> And I was like, well, I don't live in Carbondale. (laughs) I live in Marion. Yeah. (laughs) They was like, you got some influence. Yeah. So um, if I can turn back the hands in time for myself, I would apply for every scholarship that I think I qualify for. I never applied for any scholarships in undergrad, ever. And yeah, it was just because I didn't really know. And free money is better than these student loans that I have, <laughs> you know? And so um, that's definitely something that I, you know, encourage, um, you know, freshmen, you know, coming in. Look for any, you know, they got scholarships for people that that's left handed They got
0: scholarships for, you know, for everything. Lolita, thank you so much for joining us. And for the rest of you, we hope you'll listen next week to hear more Saluki stories. Go dogs! This has been John Pollitz, Dean of Library Affairs at Southern Illinois University, Carbondale and your host for Saluki Stories. Our production would not have been made possible without the contributions of Assistant Professor of Practice Jennifer Payton, Student Editor Mallory Andre, and our music production team Austin Davis and Dakota Holden. And... Finally, to Kevin Clark of the SIU Foundation for the very conception of this podcast.
1: When people talk about, oh, you know, like I hated it, you know, at SIU or You know, the the negative and bad experiences, you know, I always just kind of think and look back to, well, what did you do when you were there? You know, did you just stay in the residence halls and, you know, not participate in things? Because my experience was like awesome, you know, but I was involved in everything.